Luna here and I have an important message for you. We're living in a turbulent times. Conflict and social unrest seems to be everywhere. And rapid technological changes are only adding to the culture of upheavals. Uncertainty about the future, about ourselves, loom large in the collective consciousness of humanity. But is there a realistic path towards liberation, peace and happiness for us all? Well, yes, according to myself and the co-author of the book, Story of Boxes, Nicholas Haynes, we feel so. The issue is that we all have tendency to think in boxes, mentally placing people's ideas and even objects like underpants into rigid categories. Some of these categories or boxes are good. They are a source of joy and comfort. Others are bad, responsible for creating immense pain, isolation and division in the world. And others, they're just plain ugly. Once you become aware of the boxes that rule your personal life, you can break out of the box-based thinking and live a life that is freer and happier. You are no longer caged in by the walls of mental boxes. By investigating our unconscious and conscious boxes and sharing inspirational stories and easy-to-grasp examples, this sometimes even funny book gives you a new way of thinking about reality. It explores some of humanity's most salient and enduring bosics, including genders, race, sexuality, religion and class, and gives you a key to unlock the boxes in your own mind. If you want to know more, please go to www.nomoreboxesmovement.com forward slash the book. And now let's continue with our podcast. You're listening to the Chainsmakers podcast, where we share tips, insight, tools, and stories from other Chainsmakers designed to motivate you to become the change you want to see in your world. Make sure you join our Chainsmakers community at runamagnus.com forward slash podcast. And now, this is your time to sit back, relax, and enjoy. Well, hello there, beautiful people out there, Chainsmakers worldwide. Gosh, I have a guest that I know is going to warm your heart up really from the inside out. If there is anyone that can open up your heart space and give you that sense of belonging and some sort of a exhilarating, joyful factor around this person, I'm talking about no other than Jessie Maywolf. And I was so intrigued when I went to her website and I was looking at what she's been doing. And I thought to myself, I got to get her as a guest on our podcast. And guess what? We've got Jessie May. Welcome, Jessie, from Sunny California. Oh, thank you so much for that warm welcome. It's really an absolute pleasure to be here. And what a beautiful heart you are, and I'm honored to be here. So thank you. Oh, it's, uh, it's our pleasure as well. Tell us first, I want to know all about your organization, you know, looking at you and unfortunately our listeners are not going to be able to see you but they have to go to your website to to do that there is like you you look like a heart 
So tell me, <laughs> please tell me, tell us a little bit about your journey. How yeah. did you get to where you are today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. I will indeed. Well, I've always been a free spirit, a very a loving, sort of enthusiastic being, very curious out of the womb, you know, was always eager to connect and to learn and to adventure. Uh, I'm a Sagittarius, so full fuego, full fire sign. And with the rising in Aquarius, which is all, you know, arid. So I'm very sort of, I'm really an expanded, I love to travel and voyage and and explore. And that's always been in my nature from when I was young. Mm -hmm. And so that's sort of over my course of, you know, the journey, I was just a really curious being and that led me on many different paths. And so I've had the real privilege of working with and experiencing and exploring and traveling so many different communities and cultures and environments. And so that really contributed to this this desire to understand our human condition and our capacity to connect. I've always been drawn to that. Mm-hmm. And it's taken shape in different ways. And I've, you know, as I've kind of continued my own exploration, there's been this sort of this thread. There is something that has woven it all together. And it's really amazing to consider that. And I believe that we all have a heart song, something that we're called here to share. And so that kind of has continued to emerge. And, and as I've looked at the tapestry of my own life, I see how the continuation of that song has really been the same thread from when I was a young child and, you know, sort of in creation and, and connection with others and, and all of the different chapters of my life. And that emerged now as what is my business, which is HeartRise, which is a, it's an organization, it's a movement and it's a method as well, which essentially empowers us to live from that heart powered source, which really is a, a compass. It's our engine. And when we learn to navigate from that place, it's remarkable what's possible. So I've stumbled along the way and I've gotten in my own way. And I've realized that when I've really been on purpose, and on my path, it's been about my heart. And that has been sort of my, my life's work and my, my dedication to understanding the human heart and how it's such a powerful source for us to guide our lives, to support us in belonging. You use the word belonging, and we lo- we're all longing to belong so, so desperately. There's such a state of unrest on the planet, and I'm so passionate about connecting with the heart, connecting with our truth our own compass, our own native compass, because when we come from there, we find each other. And so HeartRise is a testament to that. It's a practical method. So it actually is something you can put into practice. I teach it. It's a form of meditation, but it's a lifestyle. It's a way of living and loving and leading heart first. This sounds wonderful. And I already, you know, in, in the back of my head, I'm thinking, oh gosh, I have to get a hold of that meditation practice and what, what you're doing. It sounds like, and I can just feel how things can be expanding and mm. more connected. But tell me, when you were basically going through the time in your life where you really started to understand that this was your way to mm-hmm. follow your heart and to like follow your path of purpose, what happened for you to wake up and realize yeah realize that yeah yeah well it's interesting because there's always been this sort of pulse this heartbeat of my being and then there was always this juxtaposing force which was this sort of the should narrative the the head trip as I call it and all of the external forces that were calling on me to perform better to to show up to be validated you know the sort of all of these external 
demands. And so I was always sort of challenged by this, not always fully aware, but there was a deeper knowing that I always had within. And I would find my sort of reflective space. I was, I'm sort of an an introverted extrovert, if you will, or an extroverted introvert, whichever way you choose to see it. But I'm very cozy. I love people. I love being around people, but I also need my downtime to recharge. And, and that's something that I always had in me. I, I used to love you know, I grew up in Montreal, I'm from Canada, and we have a beautiful cottage, and I would love my time out in the woods or in the lake. And, you know, in nature, every time we would travel, I'd find the ocean and the sand and just being connected to the sun and the elements has always been something primal within. So that was always a, a source of renewal for me. And I never quite understood it until later in life. And then writing was another place in space where I used to go to find my voice to find myself. And I didn't realize what I was doing. But there was this nature within this this heart-powered source, this narrative that was true that I wanted to come home to. So there was a level of awareness around it, or there was a knowing that was wanting to emerge. And, and thankfully, I had enough places where I could sort of self-express. But then there was a lot of pressure as well to be a good student. You know, I excelled. I was, you know, honors in university, all the different, you know, I was it looked great on the outside as far as performance was concerned. But inside, there was this deeper knowing. And at certain points in my life, I would honor it and other points not. And, and the, the challenge of how to stay true to that when there's so much pressure outside was continuously confronting me. So there's so many chapters and so many things I could expand on. But that's kind of, you know, it's there were many breakthroughs and pivotal sort of moments where I had to make big decisions. And, you know, the ones where I honored that knowing that heartbeat of my being my compass, the more authentic and true I felt and the times I didn't, you know, it would be a breakdown that would always eventually bring me back to my heart and reinforce that deeper knowing. Exactly. Yeah. We talked about earlier before I pressed the record button, we were talking about the no more boxes mm. movement and the, the book uh, story of boxes, the good, the bad and the ugly. Mm-hmm. And you said something that I think was so interesting. Can you share with us yeah. how you look at the box the boxes yes. <laughs> and what happens? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. For your listeners, of course, they, they're aware of how you define box. And I was asking you and we were talking about how it's sort of these identification boxes. And, you know, so for, for my listeners, it's sort of the head trip boxes, the shoulds that we put ourselves in. And so I love to share with, with my community that, you know, there's inside of the box and outside of the box. And that's often a referenced term. And I always love to share there, in, you know, with, with Heart Rise and in my experience, there is no box. Like when we can break free of the box, and I even like to say burn the box, like free yourself of the box and open to that power within, then we can truly rise and then we can really expand into what we're being called forth into. When we're in the box, we're contained and then we actively are actually suppressing that heart-powered source energy that is calling us forth. So it's easier to control us when we're in the box, you know, the, all the, the forces that be, if you will, when we are ignited and on purpose and on power, watch out. And that's when we connect and we actively can choose a much more fluid way of living yeah. on purpose. And this is so interesting what you're saying, because often when now that I've been digging into this concept of boxes and, you know, we, we say it's a good, the bad and the ugly, meaning, yeah, you can, we will always be in a box, but be aware of is my box even turning into be a bad or an ugly box to be aware of that. Hey, I can move that around. What you're saying here, what I absolutely love is when you get into the states that you really, you're following your, your path, your heart, and you 
allowing the forces just to take you whatever you're supposed to be going, the box is big enough. Let's mm-hmm. say that you're always in a box, but the box is then big enough and it's nurturing you so mm-hmm. that you can have that deep breath that you need. Yes. Because the narrower thing the, the boxes are and the uglier they are, the shallow your breath becomes. You can- yes. Yes. And it's actually, as you said, it's suffocating and we're, we're so contracted. Yeah. And actually that sort of suppression, it becomes this confined space wherein we can't fully express. So I'd almost love to share that it's like the box blooms into being, you know, it sort of expands into yeah. its truest form yeah. and opens to what it wants to emerge as, you know, because this notion of having to contain us is what keeps us blocked in our, and in our way and in our fear. And conversely, when we actually open to that unique shape that we're being called to take with our lives, then something really magical happens. Oh, yeah. So from that, and you talk a lot about the shoots that are holding us back and, you know, I should be doing this and, you know, it, what will people say if I do that? Yes. (laughs) Which is another term of the shoot thing. When you're helping people to basically maybe even be aware that they are in the I should box. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the methods? What would you say to them, to our listeners who are thinking, mm, I'm not in a box or. Right. Right. Well, you- that's, yeah, that's a great question. I love that. And I would say that, you know, really that the sort of the should show or the head trip or the monkey mind or the limiting beliefs, the, the, the narrow sort of those, yeah. the, the boxes that keep us contained. What I invite people to do instead is to plug into their heart power. So heart rise is actually a method that is a practical method. So you know who, as I also tend to call the busy mind, you know, because it gets up to all kinds of chatter. It's guiding that back to the heart's power because what we need to do is actively engage the energy because everything is energy. So we're vibrational beings. We're connected. And if the energy is blocked and suppressed, then we are these sort of toxic kind of eruptive beings. So one thing comes in and we're super reactive. And then, you know, the monster comes out, the dragon comes out, and it's usually not to do with the situation. It's to do with all that pent-up energy and emotion that has been suppressed and contracted. Mm-hmm. So when we repurpose that energy, and Heart Rise is a method that shows you how to work with the energy. Mm-hmm. Emotion is energy in motion. So you alchemize, you move the energy. And when you do this with this four-step method by bringing awareness to your heart, and it actively knows how. So you, we just need to, like a muscle work the muscle, strengthen it by putting this into practice and with breath. And it's actually very simple. Kids can do it. I work with corporate CEOs. I work, you know, everybody under the sun can practice plugging back into their heart. Yeah. And it's this simple method. And in so doing, we free the energy that becomes this creative, abundant energy with which we can create instead of this contracted toxic energy that actually yeah. is dangerous to us and those around us. Yeah. And that means taking time and that yes. means being still. Yes. And that, yeah. Space. Yes. Creating that space mm-hmm. and, and, and for, for you basically to, to nourish yourself on yes. that level. Yes. That's and even a simple take home would be for someone listening just, and we could even do it together. It's just to yeah. bring our hand to our heart and just very simply And for anyone listening, you know, you can just, yeah, and and you can, if you choose, you can close your eyes and just take a moment to see if you can feel for your heartbeat 
And just by bringing our breath and our awareness here to our heart center and breathing, and just that connection alone is really powerful. So awakening that heart-powered presence, that guide, that compass, that engine, that source, and awakening it with deliberate intention. And just coming home inside by practicing this. And so coming back here, just opening our eyes, just allowing that presence to be more in charge can really help. And so with that, we just sort of moved into that space. And with that sort of bringing the awareness to the heart, and then with the method, we actually move into, there's four, four simple steps, but it's, it's easy to do. And it's just plugging into that energy and actually metabolizing it. So Something like fear or anxiety or stress can be repurposed as fuel or inspiration or creativity. I love it. So where can our listeners go to learn more about your methods and what you're doing and your retreats and all your programs? Yeah, the best way is heartrisemovement.com. We just launched a membership program too, which we're very excited about because people anywhere can reach and plug in because we have heart risers all over the globe and it's a nice way to just get access to our resources. Mm -hmm. And that's probably the best way on, we're on all the social, you know, Instagram, heart rise movement. You can follow me there and our whole community. And if you want to get more involved, we bring this into companies as well. So if you have a company and you'd like for us to come in, we can certainly do that. It's amazing to see what it can do to Mm -hmm. cultivate connection, compassionate communication, you know, when the people are empowered and feeling nourished, it's amazing how much we can impact change. So it's really beautiful. And I serve all kinds of communities, schools, education, inner city kids, working with, you know, people in recovery. Reach on out. I'm so available. I am here to serve. I just, I, you know, and I believe we all are. I really believe that when we access our gifts, we all have unique gifts. I really firmly believe that. And, and our contribution, because we're all called to contribute our gifts and show up to support each other. When we do that, we're, we're really, that we live on purpose. And so really I'm so open to share and connect with anyone. And we have all the meditations on there too. And there's a book, my book, High on Heart is also out. I wrote and designed the book. So it's a fun, playful book you can get and share with someone who might need a little, a little heart rise, a little love, you can pass it on. And it doesn't look like a self-help book. It's sort of a fun, creative expression very outside of the box Uh, outside of the box yeah yeah. (laughs) like that exactly (laughs) and I have a podcast too as well so that's on iTunes and all of it's on the website though heartrisemovement.com and the method okay and we're going to put that as well on the show notes so that Mm -hmm. anyone can go directly from our page so Jessie Mae thank you so much for sharing your heart with us today that's a pleasure a beautiful Please go to her website and remember, check out what we're doing as well when it comes to change makers, because Jessie Mae is one of those change makers who are being the change that she wants to see in the world. You can do that too. Was this podcast of value for you? I sure hope so. If so, feel free to share the love and give us your generous review on iTunes or Stitcher. And remember that you can always go to runamagnus.com to find out more about the Chainsmakers and how we 
can help you drive the change you want to see in your world.